Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sarah. And I'm Beth. We're lawyers, mothers, and co-hosts of the podcast Pantsuit Politics. We have more in common than divides us. In a world that defaults to false dichotomies, we explore the messiness of living wisely. The choices, trade-offs, priorities, and grace of living a nuanced life. Hello, everyone. We are so excited to be here commemorating life's important journeys on The Nuanced Life. Today, we're going to talk about a lot of new beginnings, and we're really excited to share that before we dive in. We will be in Denver this week for Evolving Faith, and we're going to have a small listener meetup on Sunday at 9 a.m. at Stella's. We'll put all the information in the show notes. So if you're in the Denver area or you're in the Denver area for Evolving Faith, stop by and say hi. We're going to start with Caitlin today, who has a professional new beginning. After a lengthier period of searching than she intended, Caitlin is starting a job that is perfect for her at a public radio station. And she wrote to us, I did not expect it to take this long to land on a new career path, but let me tell you the wait was definitely worth it. I went into unemployment with the silly idea that it would be a time of fun employment. It turns out it's difficult to have fun when uncertainty perches persistently on your psyche. I did learn to accept the time off as a form of forced stillness, but nonetheless, I'm very glad to be re-entering the workforce, and I'm especially excited about this new position. Congratulations, Caitlin. I mean, on the most basic level, I'm just jealous because I've always wanted to work at a public radio station, and that sounds super fun. So let's just get my envy out of the way for Caitlin's new job. I also think she has so much wisdom to notice that, you know, this happens so often that we think like a big change means less activity because our day to day will look different. I mean, I know I did it. How many how many people do you know who say, especially with their first child, I'm going to get so much done during maternity leave? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. We all do it, right? We're, we've got a new schedule. So we think that means an easier schedule, which is not always the case. I mean, listen, My mother swears that she's so busy now that she's retired. And you hear a lot of retiring people say that, I think. Well, it gets to the fact that I think no matter what you're doing, it wears on you in some way. I I said that about self-employment. Like, oh, when I'm not driving to work every day, when I manage my own schedule, I'm going to have all this time. And I have not found all this time. But the truth Mm -hmm. is, we always have choices about how we're investing that time and how we're thinking about it. And it's still really hard. I can imagine feeling like I'm going to take this break between positions and I'm going to make the most of it and then really getting in my own way and the ability to make the most of it because it's hard. You know, I know people have issues with Dr. Seuss. Go with me for a second. I love Oh, the Places You'll Go, and I love it mostly because of that part about the waiting place. And about how there are just moments in life when we are in between things. And it is 
miserable. And I love the color scheme of that page, how it's all dark. And it talks about how you can be waiting on really trivial things or really big things. And even so, sitting and waiting is miserable. And I feel like when I read Caitlin's message, I was like, oh, she's leaving the waiting place. I'm so happy for her. Yeah, I think it's just transitions. I used to say all the time, especially in my 20s, oh, I hate transitions. I'm so bad at transitions. But I think the closer I get to my 40s, what I'm really coming to realize is that I don't know if transition is even accurate. You know, even the waiting place, like that's just life. Like even if you have one thing figured out, nothing stays static, nothing stays the same. We are told and sort of programmed, as we've talked about on the show before, during school, that life will march through these lockstep phases where we will have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And then we will see the come the fruition of all our work, and we will move on to the next phase. And listen, I love that. I love school. I love syllabus day. I love the whole thing. But real life... Not so much like that. I saw a thing on Facebook the other day that it was a little meme and it was like adulthood is constantly telling yourself as soon as this is done, it'll be easier. Like it just, you know, it's it's constant. It's everything is cyclical. And the idea that our lives or any part of our lives is sort of this linear march, I'm realizing is mm, inaccurate. Well, and you also have to take big risks to get to a perfect job. I think that's what Caitlin did. She took a big risk, right? She said, I'm going to wait to find the right thing instead of taking the next thing that's available. And that is hard. My grandmother, Joy, was so full of wisdom. And she told me once, this was about boyfriends, that you cannot go through life holding on to the current vine and reaching for the next vine before you let go of the current one, that you must be willing to let go before you find the next one. And I thought that was so brilliant of her. And I've thought about it a million times as an adult, because I think most of what we do is like, oh, I have to have a new job before I quit the old job, which means I want both of those vines in my hand at once. Right. So I'm totally supported. And there are so many contexts where you just have to let go. And sometimes you're going to fall and that's all right. You'll get back up. And sometimes you're going to be sort of magically suspended in the air. But that's going to feel scary, too. You just have to be willing to take that risk. Well, good job, Caitlin, on taking that risk. We are so excited for your new chapter and your new career path. Christina has a new chapter as well. Yes, Christina wrote us to commemorate the purchase of her family's first home. They bought a recently renovated 1950s Cape Cod on the northwest side of Chicago and have started the process of moving in and making it feel like home. She says, we had a cozy two-bedroom apartment in a really fun neighborhood for three years. It was the apartment we moved into shortly after our wedding, the apartment we brought our newborn daughter home to that hosted her first birthday party, and the apartment where I hosted Thanksgiving dinner for nine adults and one newborn when I was about a month postpartum. We loved all of the restaurants, quirky shops, and music venues within easy walking distance of that apartment. But despite all these memories, we knew it wouldn't be our permanent home and that we would need more space eventually. She says the process itself required a lot of personal and financial vulnerability. Even though her and her husband have been married for three years and dating for 10, there were still a lot of issues that came up in the home buying process that they hadn't discussed before. But now they have plenty of space for a growing family, an out-of-town guest, more than one bag bathroom and a little backyard with a few tomato plants, an herb garden, and a strawberry patch. She says, we are working on settling into the house, unpacking boxes, decorating our new space, and making the new neighborhood feel more like home. I think we're getting there slowly but surely. Houses bring up all kinds of stuff, don't they? 
I was just thinking I would like to pitch HGTV on instead of the highly edited. Also, don't message me fake process that is presented in House Hunters. We all know it's fake, y'all. I have friends in Paducah. They've done House Hunters. It's fake. I would definitely watch like a reality show about like the real vulnerable fights that come up with a couple about finances and needs and wants and whose needs are they think the other person just has wants and whose wants the other person thinks are real needs. Now, I would watch that. I would watch like that because it is for real. I mean, there's not it's not an accident that the top 10 most stressful things you can go through in life is buying a new house and moving. Well, I think just we are emotionally connected to visual things around us to space in ways that we don't recognize often. I mean, you and I have been working through this branding exercise, and it's brought up some of the harder conversations that we've ever had. And I think it's because there's like a new thing in the room that sort of acts as a mirror. And I feel like a house is the same way when you're looking at all of your possessions and thinking, where are they going to go? And you're looking at these spaces that you're going to occupy, and how are they going to feel to you? It just brings up Things that we don't have occasion to unearth very often. And I totally agree. I would watch that show. I would so much rather hear a couple process that journey than discuss whether we need a big backyard or marble countertops. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When we moved two years ago in November... It was an incredibly emotional process because I work from home and, you know, I think Nicholas recognized we had outgrown our own home. Our own home was 2,000 square feet. We moved into a 4,000 square feet house because I said, look, you know, I spend all day here and I, I cannot spend, you know, eight hours a day and 16, if you count sleeping, in the same room. Like, I have to have more space to grow. And it was like that Vine conversation. Like, we had to let go. We had to take some financial risk. Not huge ones. I'm not advocating people go out there and take out loans for like 110% of the cost of the house. But it was hard because I think my husband was, was, you know, his budget was different because he saw it either subconsciously or consciously as a place that he only spent, you know, three to four hours a day, whereas I was spending my entire days in this home. And it was, but I was really proud of the way we handled it. Like we had gotten to a point in our marriage where, you know, everybody could articulate how they felt without making it about the other person's deficiencies. And when I look back on that, like, I'm just, I'm really proud of how we handled it. Now that was our second home purchase and probably third or fourth trip through a real estate sort of sales experience. And the the beginning ones were not good. I definitely stormed out of a HOSI in Washington, D.C. in tears one time over a real estate fight with my husband. So um, whatever, don't judge me. But 
it's just all that it's about, you know, so much of your physical space. And when you're deciding to move and when you're setting up a new home is the vision you have for your life. And when you're sharing that with another person whose vision might do, be different, it brings up a lot of stuff. All that said, I do want to just take a moment to say the actual I know I'm a freak and nobody else feels this way. I love moving. I love packing. I love going through stuff. There, Literally, there's nothing I enjoy more in the world than deciding where things should go in a kitchen. If people want to just call me in for that, I will do it for free. I think it's so much fun when she's like deciding how to decorate. I was like, oh, call me. I want to help Christina. Yeah, I don't feel that way, but I like change a lot. <laughs> I don't like packing and unpacking, but I really love change. I love the idea of discovering new places and things. And I feel like there's probably not going to be a lot of moving in my life. We're pretty settled where we are. I hope eventually, you know, we'll explore some different places. But I believe that I'm working this out subconsciously because all of my recurring dreams involve moving into new houses. And once we get in those new houses, discovering rooms that we did not know about in the sales process discuss you told me remember i told you i had these dreams all the time and you're like i've never had that dream and now you're having the dream did you have that i dream? had those i don't remember yes that. yes i used to have that dream all the time especially in our old house where i would would discover whole new places remember because i actually had this experience y'all okay so when we bought our new house i was showing my friend Lacey around and i was bemoaning the fact that the previous owners basically i think finished out the attic space and it's a bonus room which is awesome it adds a lot of square footage to the house but i was afraid it meant i was going to basically have to store my christmas and there is a lot of it in the garage and so we're walking through my house in the bonus room, and Lacey's, we're looking at the closet, and Lacey is like, what's this? There was a closet, like the room of requirement, that I had not noticed, like a little trap door in this closet that opened up into an attic space that, I swear to God, holds all my Christmas stuff perfectly. It was one of the best experiences of my life. I do sort of remember that now that you say it. So what I've yes. been talking to my therapist about, I have these dreams where it's like I discover a wing of a house or something where mm -hmm. we have this massive mm -hmm. house that I didn't realize. And it is always elaborately decorated in some mm -hmm. kind of period motif. Mm -hmm. So it'll be like over-the-top art deco or yep. extremely ridiculous, like expensive, antique, gold, brass. It's always something that I would never choose on my own. And it's always lavish. And it's always kind of a dusty feel like someone has been here, but it's been a long time. My therapist mm -hmm. is like, Beth, this is so obvious. It's not even fun to talk about. Like, you're just thinking about <laughs> discovering new parts of yourself. This is how it goes. But I don't know. I think there's more of a real estate connection than that. Well, then let me just recommend to you dramatically changing some of the arrangements of your room. I believe in this. It is one of my favorite hobbies. My friend Sarah is also like this. So in this, I usually do this in the spring because I get real anxious. So this spring, I rearranged all of my bookshelves. I brought in new couches. Sometimes I like. Sometimes I buy new furniture. I'm not trying to lie. I realize that's not accessible to everybody. But sometimes, well, like, and sometimes even the new furniture is like I talk my mother into trading something with me. But you just gotta like. I will totally redo rooms and like what I really love doing is switching rooms my friend Sarah does this really well so she'll like make her her house is kind of 
well suited for this, but she'll make like her dining room, her living room and her living room, her dining room, or she'll switch some bedrooms around or she'll set up an office space where it hadn't been before. It's so fun. It's so fun rearranging the stuff you already have in your house. I am concerned about marital buy-in on this plan that we're making right now, but we'll work on it. I get that. I don't look for that. I don't have that. Don't care. Don't ask. Just do it. I realize this is also not accessible to everyone in their marriage. But my husband is very um, well-trained, resigned. I don't know the word. He just knows to get out of the way. Like, this is my area. Look, okay? Like, I don't ask him for aesthetic decisions because I did not marry him for his style. He doesn't have any. So he just gets out of the way and often complains if there's money being spent. But that's about it. Yeah, he's all it's always he can see it coming. He's like, oh, no, I see it. You're you. And I'm like, I'm just going to look at some ideas or I'm just going to get a quote. So we have an idea. And he's like, no, no, I can see this. You you get this idea and then we have to have it tomorrow. We have to institute it tomorrow. And I'm like, no, no, that's not what's going to happen this time. And he I mean, he's probably right. He knows better. I've gotten a little better because I do. The flip of this is if you get too excited and too much in a hurry, you will make bad choices and you will buy things you do not want because you want it done now and you'll end up spending more money because it's not really what you want, but it's cheaper and you want it done. You want it done now. I've done that a million times. Don't do that. Learn from my mistakes. Well, on the opposite end of the spectrum here in the Silver's house, we have been talking about flooring for three years and uh, window (laughs) treatments for 12. So we do try to make decisions together. It just slows those decisions down. Christina. I hope you and your family are settled into your new space and very, very happy with it. We will be right back after this short message from our sponsor. Halloween. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style is on the way, which means it's time to break out the rubber spiders, fake cobwebs, and jack-o'-lanterns. But if you've got a family, you might be dealing with something a little scarier right now, shopping for life insurance. If the idea of looking for life insurance intimidates you, try PolicyGenius.com. PolicyGenius.com is the easy way to shop for life insurance online. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. Once you apply, the PolicyGenius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. And PolicyGenius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can also help you find the right home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. I didn't marry my husband for his aesthetic style, but I did marry him because of his aversion to risk, which means that he loves insurance and being able to sort through all the options like this makes any insurance purchase much easier. This October, take the scariness out of buying life insurance with Policy Genius. Go to policygenius.com, get quotes and apply in minutes. You can do the whole thing on your phone right now. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. So Elizabeth also has a new beginning in a new 
country. And Sarah, I know that Elizabeth is one of your dearest friends. You want to tell us about this? Yes. Elizabeth, her whole family, two adults and four children, have moved to Germany because she is my best friend. I was opposed to this. I'll just be up front. <laughs> and it happened so fast. She'd always dreamed of living in Europe. And her husband had served in the military, and they thought they might do it while he served in the military, but it didn't happen. And then she literally got, like, a postcard in the mail. And then, like, two months later, it was like, okay, we're going to move to Europe. And the move became even more daunting because she learned while they were in the process of moving that she is expecting her fifth child. But they are there. They are together in Germany. They were able to take the train a few weekends ago, which they can walk to, even though it's in a rural area, to a huge wine festival. They had a blast. They just got back from a trip to London. Her 10th grader is reading Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream, and they're currently playing at the Globe. So he was able to see that at the Globe, which is pretty cool. And they're planning a trip to Paris for this month. So she wanted to thank us for the opportunity to commemorate such a momentous life change and family adventure. I'm here for this level of change. I love this kind of just like, let's shake the whole thing up. I was just working with someone who moved to New Zealand. And so everything stayed here and they just went with some clothes to New Zealand and built a new life in New Zealand all together as a family. And I think it is amazing. There are so many parts of me that just are like, yes, the most exhilarating thing you could possibly do is write a new book in your life. In some ways, you know, I understand this. I mean, Nicholas and I did this. Now, we did not have children, but we had professional lives in Washington, D.C., and we uprooted everything. I quit my job. He took a giant pay cut, and we moved to Paducah and had kids. And it was really a good sort of hard transition in that, like, I think it would have been hard if we moved to Paducah while still childless. But the fact that we moved while I was pregnant and started this new chapter in a new place and um, was really fun and exhilarating. And I think that like the best way for us to have done it. This, you know, listen, Elizabeth's family has a lot of experience this because he lived in the military. I mean, I think this 10th grader has now moved three, four times. Um, So they're, you know, their family are big travelers. This is who we travel with every summer. We will be meeting them in Europe for a big vacation in Italy in the summer of 2020. You know, I just selfishly didn't want my friend to live so far away. And I'm super jealous of all the stuff they're getting to do. But and she'll tell you this. It was really hard because the previous moves have been through the military and there's a lot of support. And man, when you try to do this sort of privately, even with some contract help. It's a whole other ball game. But I'm so happy they're over there now. Their house is really cool. I'm getting all kinds of fun Marco Polos from Europe and learning about how differently they do things in Germany, which is not a surprise, but still fun to see. And the healthiest thing I thought she said is she told her kids, look, it's just it's going to suck for the first month. Like we just all need to prepare. Like it's I think it's easy when you're making a big transition like this to paint it as an adventure and it's going to be fun, it's going to be all positive. And I thought it was really smart that she looked at them and said, hey, it's going to be a new place, it's going to be new friends, and it's going to suck for probably the first month as we get our bearings and we meet new people. And so let's just let's just face that up front and know it's coming so that we can prepare because, you know, every adventure is not 
all fun and happiness and delight the entire time. Well, that's what makes it an adventure, right? That on the other side of it, you say, here's all this hard stuff we went through and what it taught us. I was also talking to someone recently who wants to move to South America, and she was saying, you know, you just cannot understand the power of immersing yourself in a new culture, in a new language. And we're capable of so much growth when we are just dropped into something and we have to adapt to it. And I thought that was a really beautiful way to think about it and just something worth doing. I mean, I feel like it enhances your perspective on the world so much to live in different places and to really be a part of a completely different way of life, a completely different culture. So I'm really excited for Elizabeth and her family. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of Nuance Life as we commemorate all sorts of beginnings. We will be back in your ears next week to continue to commemorate the Nuance Life. And until then, keep it nuanced, y'all. Dylan Garvin produces The Nuance Life. Elise Knapp is our managing director. The Nuance Life is listener supported. Go to patreon.com slash the nuance life. For $5 each month, you'll receive an entire bonus episode of The Nuance Life. Dante Lima is the composer and performer of our theme music. Dylan Garvin is the composer and performer of our ad music. For more information about The Nuance Life and to connect with us through our weekly email, visit pantsuitpoliticsshow.com.